Hi, I'm James, and I've loved Seinfeld since the 90s. Hello, I'm Steve. I gave Seinfeld a miss the first time round, but it could be really very nice and good. And together we're watching every episode, recording our own commentary track, in a show that we like to call... Hello, Newman. Good, um, good cold opening. Enjoyed that. That was good. We uh, hit on some big topics there. Yes. But now I'm going to say hello and welcome to episode 68 of Hello Newman, another Seinfeld podcast. Yeah. In which Steve and uh, myself uh, watch an episode of Seinfeld, talking all over it. All the uh, way. All the way through. Uh, uh, where And I engage in apparently now uh, uh, voices and uh, more non sequiturs than you can fit on a big uh, mat of non sequiturs. Didn't think that's right. I'm sorry. Okay, okay uh, uh, we will be watching an episode of Seinfeld. The episode of Seinfeld we will be watching is uh, uh, Season 5, Episode 5, The Briss. Mm. The Briss. Um, we're watching here in the UK on uh, Amazon Prime. Yes. Uh, but it's available on many other platforms in many other territories. I understand, Steve. Yes, I believe that the um, uh, the, 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 the free market allows for uh, television programs to uh, go across the world these days. So, um, uh, you know, it takes a while to, to get them around. Mm. They have to put them on ships and everything. But, um, yeah, it, you know. Well, I'd like to say if I'm going to be stuck, if I'm going to be stuck in the mandatory system that is capitalism, I'm mm. glad that it's provided me with Seinfeld. And thank you for listening. Uh, I'm glad that uh, while you're living in the uh, mandatory system of capitalism, yes. dear listener, uh, listening to this uh, free <laughs> podcast, uh, we hope you enjoy it. And we thank you for taking the time to download and listen. Of course. Um, but please do tell your friends. Uh, and, and your enemies. And why your not? enemies, yeah, why not? Spread the the more the merrier. We're all, we're all friends here under the uh, banner of Seinfeld. Steve, should we dive straight in and watch The Briss? I think we should. Okay, so uh, I've got it all queued up here on Amazon Prime. I'm at all the zeros, Steve, and I'm going to press play right now. Bit of hospital humour. Here we go. Now, <clears throat> Jerry Jerry starts off here, and I'm like, well, this, this lie-down stuff's all very good. Uh, but not everyone lies down. You might not lie down. Jerry addresses the loophole That's in his right. own he's, comedy logic. He's ahead of you. Yeah. That's why Jerry's a better man than I am. <laughs> he was um, a few weeks ago now, but uh, he's on an episode of uh, Between Two Ferns on uh, Funny or Die. Mm. It's very funny. I didn't care for it. No, I really like it. It's exactly my sort of funny humour. Mm -hmm. I, I feel sad you didn't like it, though. Let's just sit here in silence now and think about the differences between yeah. us. Is what makes us new friends. New friends. Nice hospital room set. Yeah. Uh, that guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. And George. Absolutely. Just, just staring out the window. That guy in the wheelchair was desperately happy with whatever had happened to him. Yeah. I'm guessing vasectomy. Yes. But yeah, George is really preoccupied by something other than the baby. Sucking on her breast, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, George George isn't even tempted to turn around and look. No, he well he's read enough glamour magazines recently. Well, yeah. 
Jerry Jerry doesn't care to see breasts being used for their actual purpose. Biological purpose. I mean, the biological uh, uh, purpose that Mother Nature yeah. gave uh, to all of us. Yeah, because because um, as humans, we've like diversified their purpose, and that's fine. He's so happy. He is. Ah, uh, parking spot. George has found a good parking spot right in front of the hospital. To be fair, that is impressive. I know of no hospital. I spent a lot of time around hospitals, Steve. Mm-hmm. I know of no hospital where you can do that. No. No. Because those spaces would be uh, would be uh, reserved or uh, sold at a premium. Well, back in the day, they'd How have been... you just rock up yeah. and find a space? Back in the day, they'd have been reserved for consultants driving Rolls Royces. That's correct. Yeah, yes. now they drive Porsches and apparently McLaren F1s. <laughs> oh, Kramer's is lost. <coughs> hey, guy in dressing gown. Yeah. Hey, curious guy in dressing gown who yeah. seems very eager... To be out of there, <laughs> two two orderlies running after him. There's a strange vibe to this, <gasps> to this level of the hospital, Steve. Yes. Oh dear. It's a pig man, Steve. It is. It's a pig man. Although he made sure to take the food with him, though. Oh, of course. Given given the type of floor, we will find out it is. Surprised to see someone walking around with a surgeon's mask. <laughs> Do they operate on that level too? Uh, maybe they took a wrong turn. Maybe. Should have gone left to Albuquerque. Oh, there's um, uh, Bruce Bottomley. The uh, Kramer standing just walked by. Oh, Jerry's doing a bit. It's good. Everyone, everyone's got a Godfather impression, haven't they? Kramer just saw a pig man. Ha ha, Sherrod, you are. Hee <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd like to stop to give you a round of applause, Steve. <laughs> this is uh, a pig man. This is crazy stuff, Steve. This is this is crazy stuff. How could anyone believe him? Mm. Here, have this uh, rolled up towel. Yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming there's just a lead pipe in there in the library with Miss Scarlet. Mm-hmm. A bris. Thank you, Kramer, for clearing that up for us Gentiles. Indeed. He makes a good point about virgins. Uh, He certainly does. He certainly does. And he's also got strong feelings on circumcision. Where do you stand on circumcision? (laughs) I wouldn't stand on it. Are you for or again? Uh, mm. Uh, It seems an unnecessary procedure. Moving on. There's something on the roof, Steve. Oh, there he goes. Oh, dear. Oh, that sounded an awful lot like a car. <laughs> of course, something would have to... Brilliant. <laughs> classic, classic run to camera from George. So we get to learn a lot about Jewish culture, I think. Yeah, or I do. certainly yeah. learned a lot about yeah. Jewish culture from this, um, from this episode. In fact, I learned pretty much everything I know about Jewish culture from Seinfeld... And the graphic novel, everything you want, uh, everything you want to know about. Uh, no, how to understand Israel in eighty days or less. Ah, which I recommend if you like that sort of thing. It's a really good read. Mm. No Seinfeld. So now they're talking about the uncircumcised penis. Yeah, yeah, they don't care for uncircumcised. 
Is that a laptop in the background? <laughs> Funny that. It had no face. Yeah. Now, no personality. I, I take great offence. Because, you know, I've got an unmutilated penis. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think it looks like any of the things they say. Now. Yes. Interesting subplot. Steve. Mm-hmm. James. A, a patient who was in the care of the hospital. Oh, yes. Where George was parked in their grounds, falls upon his car and damages it. Now, I'd say, I think the hospital are clearly in the in the wrong here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, I'm glad yeah. we're on the same no, p- page. It's good. Yeah, um, I found... No and there's it- the applause. Yeah, I know. I can't believe Dennis Bjorkland was wrong. Yeah, he was. But thanks for nothing, Dennis. Climb bike's still there. Hey, look at this. Mm. Oh. I think area hospital. Area hospital, mm. yeah. An area- a, local, a local medical facility, yeah. yeah. An area man. I believe it. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I believe in pigmen experiments. I'll believe anything, though, to be honest with you, until proven otherwise. Kramer probably read that in a zine. Almost certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Conspiracies were very popular at the time. Of course. I mean, they never truly go out of fashion. He makes a good point. He does. The more pigmen there are, the, the better we look. I talk about my my type. I'm not I'm not not dragging you down to my level, Steve. Okay. You're a handsome man. Well, that's very kind of you to say so. We're in a very romantically lit room as well. <laughs> Mood lighting. What a job, though. Being a do you, do you think because do you think a moil is supposed to be a full time job? I'm not sure. I'd want to make money from uh, cutting the foreskin off tiny babies. I don't know. It's probably it's a pretty, good business to be in. Pretty good. Off with their heads. There we go. Don't take the whole of the head of the penis off. No, you don't. Because that would put a dent in your enjoyment, wouldn't it? It would. Well, it'd take take an inch off, you know. So <laughs> you got used to it. There's a filthy joke there that I can't be bothered to mine for. Fair enough. Hey, we're back in the hospital. Um, so so Kramer wants to uh, approve to anyone, yeah, anyone else, that Pigman exists. Well, you would, wouldn't you? Him. Yeah, and you would. yeah, yeah, it does seem like uh, quite a uh, far-fetched tale. A far-fetched tale? Yeah, a farful tale. Farful tale. Fire stairs. Fred Astaire's uh, lesser known brother. Mm-hmm. This set was dismantled, kept in a warehouse, and reused yeah. on more than one occasion, therefore bringing down the overall cost of production and sometimes allowing up to 20 sets per episode. Thank you, Dennis Bjorkland. Well, wow. Although I did do that from memory. Good stuff. So he, he's trying well, to... Something, he, uh, something about the way that he wrote that line that, that uh-huh. made it really stick. Yeah. 
This is nice. Georgian Hospital Administrator. Who has a lovely office. Yeah. Nice and big. I mean, it's a car park she's looking at, but... <laughs> oh, dear. So it's quite a, quite a tale of woe for their hospital, this patient jumping off the... Jumping off the uh, roof. I mean, surely in this day and age, George would just be meeting with their legal representatives at this point. Uh, yes. Yeah, he's got, uh, you know, pretty good access here. He's got very good access. He's got good grounds as well. That's what he's got. A- access and grounds. Access and grounds. That's all you need. Really. That and love. Some fried chicken. Oh, I don't really care for fried chicken. Oh, I have yours. Okay, can I have your... your so George is on a charm offensive. He's, he's, uh, he is. He's setting the ground here. Yeah. He's trying to be a reasonable man. Yeah. She's admitted splattage. She has. Yeah. She, you know, she hasn't denied the incident. She can't yeah. deny the incident. He's got a bang to splats. Oh, yeah. And also putting himself over as the victim. Oh, yeah. Well, he is a victim. He is a victim. I wouldn't say he's the primary victim. Not compared to Mm. a ward full of children, uh, the family of the recently deceased. Absolutely. And his his car roof, and they're all victims of this hospital's negligence, Steve. Yes. That's what their victims are. I feel a lot of sympathy for George in this. You know, maybe it's because a little while ago, (laughs) I was in a family where a car was mashed up. And it's... I wish a hospital was responsible for that, frankly. Mm. Yeah, how well will she take this? Yes. Will she strike a discordant note mm. with him? I'm, I'm really, I'm referencing something that Steve and I can hear in the background. <laughs> well, everything has a value, George. That is true, and everyone's got a price. It's good. I, I like the, um, I like the touch of satire from the mm-hmm. administrator. Yeah, uh, 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 calling George out for attempting to make a profit mm. on uh, the unfortunate situation yeah. of other people, rather yeah. unlike the US healthcare system. Absolutely, yeah. To do that, biting satire. Mm. The pig man's gone. Yeah. I like this cornered, frightened doctor. Absolutely. I feel uh, it... Kramer's kind of coming across a little unhinged. Mm. You think they might want to keep him on that floor? Yeah, he seems to fit in on this strange floor that's starting to feel increasingly like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh. Got some nail trauma there on his uh, on his thumbnail. Yeah. Yabbity, <laughs> <laughs> yabbity. Yeah. That's all. I... Oh, brilliant. At this point, I couldn't get the whole way through quoting Porky Pig without flubbing. It's a tough act. Yeah, oh, here we go. There's the shuffly fella. They are given very free and, e- free and easy access to that floor, aren't they? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a lovely big room, isn't it? It is a, it is a fantastic big room. Adrian and Charles uh, in the background there. Uh, Elaine's hair. 
very smartly presented. Yeah, it's really nice, isn't it, actually? Yeah, she scrubbed that really lovely. He ain't made much of an effort, as he? Looks like he's won the Masters. It what comes uh, with the responsibility of being godparents is to have to scrub up well and uh, take part in a breast. Yeah, I'm glad I've never been asked to be a godparent. I don't want to see a, a, a little kid having its willy cup. No. Especially not a girl. This is good. This is a very uh, progressive little vignette. Yes. I like it a lot. <coughs> so George is kind of being cute. Maybe he's being chivalrous. Oh, yeah. Or <laughs> is he just being massively sexist and she calls him out on it? I'm a cardiologist. Mm. I think I'll manage. I love it. Well, you know, he tried. Yeah. But, I mean, for for later reference, it all adds uh, brisk to the mill. Very good. Mm. Kramer, um, yeah, has traumatised the mother. Yeah, but he can either delight or he can terrify. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And here we go. Right, yeah, here we go. Change gear. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, your act starts now. I love it. It's a gear shift. It's like, bang, it's your show now. Yep. It's great. It's, it's great. I, I really enjoy his characterisation. It's um very broad. Oh, yeah. Do you see what I mean when I said Seinfeld gets a lot more broad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, now I don't know whether Mr Bjorkland knows this for a fact or not apparently um um oh why why am i blanking on uh the the, the actor that plays George? jason alexander yes said he regretted making this because he felt the um the moyle hated children too much but like that's the whole funny thing about this moyle is he's angry and he hates everything he yes he is he, he yeah. is uh it's it's not just hating children He's crippled by anxiety, Steve, is what Absolutely. this is. Absolutely. Mm. He could have been a butcher. He could have been, should have been a butcher. Yeah. Really? Oh, dear. I loved it. This, it, is, it is a bit close, isn't it? Yeah. But this is my favourite of all of the outbursts. <laughs> this one has to be my favourite, the terror about um, uh, a glass going into your deep pile and treading on it in two years' time and dying. <laughs> that's That's like expert level anxiety, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, we've got a record of his lived experience here. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. So someone in his family's <laughs> died from stepping on a piece of broken glass. Do we think they've died? Do we think, is that why he's being so melodramatic? He's known someone he loved who died from stepping on two-year-old we broken glass? We could add glass? that to the list of tragedies, yes. Yeah. They've got a special chair for it. Yeah, there's Jerry, yep. Uh, let's just give him a, a, a nudge. Don't want to go? I love this. Yeah. <laughs> Beautifully cowardly. Brilliant. Oh, and it's a fumble and he's 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 stolen it. He's making... He's past oh, the 30. Dear. Past the... Oh, good catch by Very the dad. Very good catch, yeah. I love the way that he doesn't get bu- immediately bundled out of the, the home. Someone does that to my baby. They're, they're getting bundled out of the home. Or something. Oh, oh his bag of tools. Butterfingers. I, I, love, I, I 
I love the old doctor prop, the the little bag that opens. Full of unsterilised yeah. equipment. Yeah, yeah, it's just been on the carpet. Yeah. Everyone in their shoes has been walking yeah. all over. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine, yeah. It's fine. Just uh, just a little buff and that'll be fine. Oh, bye, and George. And there goes George. Out go the lights. So this is this is this is lovely that that we see George. They're, well, they're in the damaged car, which is brilliant. Yep. But we realise that it's actually after George fainted, the real fun started because Jerry's thumb's been circumcised, which seems incredibly painful to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, he's a good guy, Jerry. Ever had stitches, Steve? You know what? No. No. And do you know why? Because you're no snitch. Correct. Yes. Not like... Uh... Big Ramboa. Big Ramboa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think... Big Damo, you can't feel, fool us. We know it's you, Big Damo. <laughs> yep. We know there's no Big Ramboa. We know that you're a snitch. He's going to look for the pig. Yeah. He's going to find it. Sir Fred Astaire's lesson on brother behind him there. Fire oh, they're stairs. all bumping into each other oh, in the hospital. Fancy, fancy meeting you here. You th- you'd think that the Moyle would make himself scarce, wouldn't you? No, because, um, it, you know, it's not his fault, is it? Other people are idiots. Well, he flinched. <laughs> he, see, what I really nice like... Nice little uh, argument, like yeah. uh, children, good yeah. stuff. What I like about him, he is, he, like, embodies New York to me. He's what I think mm. of as an atypical New Yorker. It's great. Oh. <laughs> so he's actually done his job... Properly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, his his methods might have yeah. been, you know, slightly different from usual, but. Uh, What's this? Oh. It's um, Kramer and Clyde. <laughs> yeah. And just a good little bit yeah. of uh, direction, stage direction there with George. Good stuff. I like his Godfather impression. It's not bad, is it's it? It's all right. But look, classic Seinfeld there. The the temptation must surely be to follow Kramer out to try and mine more laughs out of that. But it's Seinfeld, so we're going to find out about it in the next scene. Yeah. We don't wring the living daylights out of an idea. Mm-hmm. Kind of thinking we should have been keeping an eye on Hi-Fi Corner these last five seasons. Yeah. Well, if we ever have a second go at this. <laughs> oh, we. I, I, I'm trying to think how high the Patreon goal would have to be to persuade Steve to have a second go <laughs> at Hello Newman. He's, he's out, Steve. Yeah, there he's we go. Out. For that reason, they're out. Yeah. The art of the Godfather. Lovely. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen uh, the first two Godfather films. No, but they're no. quite good. You should see them. I do plan to at some point. 
Is that a picture of Jerry he's got in his flat? Oh, I don't know. Next time you watch, listener, look behind Kramer's arm. It's definitely a headshot of Jerry. Hmm. So there we go. Pastiche and uh, the Godfather properly on the nose right at the end. Very much so, yes. So, so he's, he's, he's talking about he's talking about people's jobs again. Yeah. yeah the last episode is like the more boring yeah. job you do, the the more lo- yeah. the more you should take drugs to get yourself through it. Yeah. And now he's talking about the people who uh, choose to do the gross jobs yeah. in life. There's a man ta- talking to people through a microphone for hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> I was going to tell you uh, a story from where I work uh, that was really gross. Maybe we were on the podcast. Gross story corner. <coughs> and I've decided not to. No, I'm not going to. No? Uh, I don't know. Even for, even I, Steve, <laughs> am not always prepared to fully pull back the curtain, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Steve. You could change the uh, names a bit to of a protect the uh, innocent. I could, but uh, its locations would be hard to... It's, uh, the location's important. And I don't, it's, you know, it's a location you'd only find in the location I work in. Um, so, Steve, yeah. w- what did you think of Season 5, Episode 5, The Briss? I like it. Yep. I'm not sure how much I like it, mm-hmm. but I like it. Yep. Um, it's a Larry Charles script. Yes. And um, there's there's some Larry Charles elements to it. Uh-huh. But it also feels quite different. Yes. And I wouldn't say it's because of the script. There, there, I mean, in this episode in particular, there is a noticeable difference in presentation. Okay. I think so. Some of the ways the scenes are blocked. Sure. The performances in particular mm-hmm. are definitely, as you were saying, broader. Yeah. Um, I'd say some of the... Some of the performances, the delivery of the lines, the facial expressions and stuff, they're playing a bit further back in the audience than before. Mm-hmm. A bit more theatrical than we've had before, let's put it that way. More stagey. Do you think that's consequence of a significantly increased budget and a much larger audience? Do you think this is the show responding to its new position? <laughs> Um, I would, yeah. I mean, I, I would, I would certainly say the new time slot, the the greater audience is going to have an influence on how how they produce the show. As as you said previously, this is like NBC doesn't have anything else. It's you mm. know, Cheers is gone, and they're like, oh, mm. well, well, let's put Seinfeld there and see how we get on. Yeah. And I guess from Larry and Jerry's perspective, for a show that's kind of been doggedly hanging in there all this time. This is the opportunity for them to actually have the the hit that they believe that they have, yep, and keep this show running for a few years. So, mm-hmm. you know, I can I, you can see the motivation there in in making sure that you know they have a a gangbuster season, yep. So they don't have to go through the struggles they've had to go through in the last few years. Indeed, I, I get why, but I think. This episode in particular, it, it's really noticeable. Mm-hmm. I mean, there has been a slightly different feel to this season from the very beginning, and I think yeah. that is a mark of them wanting to impress and they've got the extra budget mm-hmm. and everything like that. But this this in terms of 
how it takes the material and presents it in a slightly different way to what we've been used to is mm-hmm. like a real kind of milestone, I think. Really. Sure, I see that. Um, so I think that's why I say like I like it, but I'm not sure how much. And I think that's probably to do with just kind of adjusting to the way it's being performed yep. and the way it's being directed. Uh, but as I said, you know, the script doesn't feel any different in terms of the kind of stuff that we get from Seinfeld, the kind of things people say, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I think if there's if there's ever going to be an exemplar of what Larry Charles brings to the table, it's the Moyle. Yes. Because not only is the Moyle the unintentional rhyme coming up, the kind of foil that, um, uh, you know, Seinfeld likes to have, but both in the characterization and the performance, like he's really turned up. Oh, he's on it. Crazy turn. Sure, yeah. Totally. You know, exhausting. Must be exhausting. Yeah. Um, But you know, it's it's not in terms in terms of the 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 energy and and the dynamism the character brings to the story and brings to the episode is not that dissimilar from the Bubble Boy and Bookman even. Yeah. Um, they've got a similar feel to them. It all goes back to Bookman. Yep. I you know I like how. We were talking about it during the episode, like how the Moyle is a clearly damaged human being. Mm-hmm. He's carrying a lot of uh, uh, resentment and dissatisfaction with him and uh, is very, very obnoxious as a result. But ultimately, he didn't do anything wrong. No. Which is the really interesting part of it. He cut the child's penis in the correct way. In the in, in the perfect manner. Mm-hmm. His reputation is at stake, so it's important yeah. that he does a good job. Mm. Just everything else about him might be a bit mm-hmm. off kilter, but he can do his job. He's good and penis that's, slicer. That's a, he is, uh, when it comes to slicing um, penises, yeah. um, he's your guy. And, and, and therefore, all the fuss that gets caused around it is kind of irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And it casts Jerry and Elaine and everyone else as, as, as the bad eggs, as it should. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, th- th- there was... Um, there was a lot of movement. There wasn't much time to to hang about in this episode. Lots of different sets. Lots of things happening. Lots of different sets. Um, the, the knock-on effect of that, which is unfortunate, I kind of missed it, um, was there wasn't as much um, downtime for silly little mm-hmm. asides, yeah. you know, just kind of random conversations or clever wordplay even there wasn't mm-hmm. there you know there wasn't much of the Abbott and Costello kind of feel to to the to the dialogue just because there was so much happening um so yeah like i said i like it there's some good details in there it's interesting to note because of the the, the change in the presentation you know i liked it i was entertained by it it was enjoyable like i'm not sure how to feel about it because it because it is different but it, it'll it, it'll certainly be um a, a guide to the seinfeld that's 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 coming up so I, I can't wait to see so, where yeah. this sis, sits in your your like final review of the season yeah i'll be interested as well yeah. i'll be interested in this really it's like it's, i mean at the moment we've seen five episodes so mm. so the the lowest it could score would be fifth you know, is this one that's going to drop all the way down to the bottom or does mm. it actually survive? It'll be interesting to see how that works yeah, out. Definitely. Yeah, I'm, I like it. Um, it's, I, I think actually it might be one of those episodes I was thinking about when I said it gets broad. Mm. Pigman, although it's a parody of uh, a, a, fo- a film, a film. Yeah, really? Yeah. Um, feels very like super wacky. 
you know, it's something wacky for Kramer to do. Yeah. But I love it. It's still very funny. You know, of course Kramer's found a big man. Of course he has. Yeah. Um, but you're right. It's moving quicker. They're going to lots of different places. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they've got more money to spend. So, of course they are. Yeah. Um, Take advantage so, of it. And I think it's probably significant that it's Larry David that's given you a fresh look at Seinfeld. Mm. So it's, it's you know, one of the show creators clearly trying to freshen things, keep things fresh for themselves, not tread the same path he's trodden again and again. So. Yeah. And creatively, that kind of makes sense for Larry Charles, I think. Steve, uh, anything more to say about this episode uh, do you have? Nope. Well, thank you very much. That was uh, uh, an excellent uh, summation. Listener, thank you for um, being just that and uh, listening to our show. Uh, We hope we have an opportunity to speak to you once again next week. Uh, But until then, uh, thank you and bye-bye. Deep, deep in the shag. (laughs) 